Let's get it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by my brother, Mr. BTG himself. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How we doing? How we living? Man, we living. That's all I can say, man. It's 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 been I say like it's only Wednesday, right? And for Pill Behind the Curtain, if you guys haven't picked up on that, we record on Wednesdays. But I swear this week has felt felt long as shit, bro. It feels like it should be Sunday already. Like I don't know why these three days have gone by the way that they have. Right. Well, you know, any um I know any time that I'm like going on vacation or something like that, it's gonna take longer to get to. And they and the and the work the work spot is definitely gonna they're gonna dry me out before I even get to that uh vacation. So that's what it is. Hey, hey. It is what it is, man. It. I mean, that's all you can do. At least we we alive, we COVID free, we living. So it could be a lot worse, man. I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, so we got these topics, man. And uh, before we get into into the topics, I do want to mention just because it, it happened. It's part of the culture. Uh, Biden announced Kamala Harris as his running mate. What's your initial reaction to that, baby? You know, uh, shout out to Divorce as Fuck podcast. They uh. You know they hit they hit me up and asked. Uh, it was a group of us though. You know, asked how we felt about that, and I'm like, yeah, I may, I may have spoken too fast, but I'm like, I at the moment I really didn't care. I'm like, all right, I guess it's a good look. Thinking as you know, I'm thinking like, yo, it's a black woman. We got we we got a black woman in there. Yeah. But her her track record, uh, it doesn't sit well with the black community <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I did I did go back. Uh, it wasn't a cleanup moment, but I was like, look, I understand this. This is another one of those the lesser of two evils. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't I don't know, man. I don't and and that's the, the that's one of the reasons why I do not like to get into politics mm-hmm. because. You're going to have one side saying, well, we're going to need your vote because we don't like Donald Trump. And then the other side is going to say, well, we don't like them either. And it's like, well, what the hell? It's it's and that's the thing with politics. And that's one thing that I've come to, to come to realize is that there's there's pluses and minuses to every politician, even Obama had them. Um, but luckily, his character spoke through. He did some shit that I didn't agree with now that I'm an adult and can look back at it. But overall, he did more good than bad. And I think looking at this Kamala Harris thing, the only the, the yes, her track record is is a bit spotty, if we're being honest, um, especially when it comes to taxes and things like that. It's great to see a woman of color in that position. And I think she she's going to kill in the debates like we already know she's a fucking viper when it comes to the debate. So it's going to be entertaining there. But my issue is one that I'm not hearing people talk about is that even in that interview that we talked about that Biden had with Charlemagne, he was like, we're looking at multiple black women. And he, he said for a while that he, it, it was kind of pointing out he was going to have a woman running mate. But my thing is, like, is he now trying to double down on the black voter? Maybe that's the, I would admit maybe that's just the pessimist in me. But now I'm, it's looking like, all right, we already know you got the, you got the, the, the black rub from the, from the community because you were part of Obama, Obama's campaign. But if you look at like. Biden's track record before he joined as 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 uh, I'm sorry, if you look at Biden's track record before he joined with Obama, he was even opposed to Obama. Him and Obama had words. So it's like, are you just trying to ride the wave? Like, that's what I worry about. And he may not be. Let me just say, I'm not saying that he is, but I'd be lying if that concern isn't there. Man, you know what it is. OK, you know what it is. Yeah. So, you know, like we ain't got to discuss it if we don't want to, um, you know, lose any listeners or hurt anybody's feelings. But. You know, black people know the facts and black people. And more importantly, we know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Well, there you have it. That's our opinions on that. But let's get into the actual topics that we have this week. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. NFL is, is supposedly getting rid of uh, national anthem performances. What do you think about this, Baylor? Speaking of pandering, so um, <laughs> the NFL, but I've, I heard they're keeping it, but they're uh, they're allowing the sing well, allowing they're going to have the singers perform outside of the arena. I mean the uh, stadium. Okay. So they're not. I don't think they're getting rid of it completely. Um, I mean, if anything, they're adding on, then, you know, we, we will be hearing lift every voice. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it's going to be before or after, but <laughs> yeah, they said they said they're going to have the singers in another location, and then they're going to play that inside the stadium. Yeah, I know. Because they they even said, and then look to 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 make to smooth it out. They even said, well, you know, because we're not going to even let allow a lot of uh, sideline reporters and cameramen inside the stadium either. Bro, that just got the biggest fucking eye roll in the world to me, man. Like, <laughs> come on. The, the, the thing is, right, and, you know, we um we have talked about, like, you know, Jay-Z's involvement in the NFL, and we said, you know, give him a year. Give him whatever. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Now this is starting to get to the point to where when that criticism of what the fuck is he actually doing, because my thing is if he's supposed to be advising or whatever, I can't imagine, and maybe, maybe he is and they're just not listening to him, but – there's no way that I can imagine somebody saying, "Oh yeah, this is the move to go with." This, this is well. What I, I will say this because I'm still in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, some of his. Well, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly don't know what he's saying inside those meetings. I don't even know what he's proposing inside those meetings. That's a good point. Well, whatever it is, whatever it is, I know most of it can't be done right now. You know what I mean? So if it was something that had to be done before uh, they they kick the ball off or halftime or even post game, it can't be done right now because sports is not sports. Sports would not participate in its regular form. Yeah. And at one at one at you know throughout the past couple of weeks, they've been saying Max Kellerman still said he still said like I don't think we're going to see NFL this year. You see what's happening with college football. So I'm not giving him an excuse because I think we can see more through the commercials. You know what I mean? And there's some other things that we can see uh, being done. But as far as if there's anything that needs uh, that he was talking about that needs to be done before, during, and after the games, it's going to be hard to do that with, with these new guidelines and rules and regulations. That's a good point, bro. That's a good point. I, I don't know, man. Y'all know this. He's still, he's still, he's still all, he's still not off the hook. I, I somewhat look at it as the, you know, like we just finished talking about. Yo, at least we got a black person in there right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point, man. And you know, there's there's a lot going on. It's hard, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, the world changing to to implement too many changes. It's just, you know, NFL to me is just it as a whole. NFL really doesn't get it. I roll my eyes at almost anything the fucking NFL does at this point because they've shown that they don't give a fuck. And anything right. that they've done, they, it's been so blatant. And, and when we were originally raising concerns about it and the whole shit with Kaepernick first pop off, they basically told us, niggas, shut the fuck up. So now any, now anything that they do at this point, it's all just, it's all pandering. You said it to, at the beginning of it. That's all that I feel like it is until it's proven otherwise. Right, right. So, so. Yeah. But all right, let's move in. <laughs> let's get away from that. Get into the next one, uh, Nas. Um, and this this is weird how this information came out because I don't I, I I don't know as of putting this list together, it doesn't seem like Nas has said anything. But Hit Boy uh, is named as executive producer on the next Nas project, and he said keep keep uh, 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 August twenty first is going to be a special day. So I don't know if that's the single. I don't know if that's the album being dropped. But Hit Boy producing for Nas does that do something for the beat selection criticism that Nas gets a lot what do you think no it's not doesn't it doesn't do anything until we actually actually hear it you know what I mean because because look these producers are so most of them are so good that they could that they could mimic other people's styles right to fit to fit that artist I would say style Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so hopefully that's not the case. Because tell, tell me the truth right now. Did you enjoy that Logic album? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What did you give me three things that you like about that, that about that album? Uh, subject matter, Logic's flow, and the beat production. Okay. Do you think you can replace Logic and put Nas on that? Would that sound phenomenal? Fuck With no. On those subject, beats? On those beats? No. No, those beats were specifically for Logic, bro. I, I, so you don't, so you don't think it'll work out? Not with the not, bro. Uh, okay, let me ask this question. Okay. Then. let me ask this then. Would you like for a No ID, full complete No ID album, somewhat similar to Logic's? Yeah. Okay. So it just comes down to the production. Yeah, I, I feel it. I, feel, I, I get, I get what you're getting at with that. I get what you're getting at. Um. 
Damn, bro. Now you got me thinking. Because you know what Nas is going to say. Like you, and what I mean by that, you don't know exactly what he's going to say, but you know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be refreshing. But I'm I'm here to let the public know you can spit as much shit as you want to. Sometimes we just want to feel the music, and sometimes we just can't feel it without that production. That's all I'm saying. Great point, bro. Yeah. And 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 you said you mentioned the 21st. It could be an album because these days, shit, it's hard to leak an album now. The yeah. niggas is probably recording in their house, and that's it, you know. But I'll be on standby because right now, as of right now, Logic has the best album of the year. That's you know what, and you know, we forgot somebody. So so Jay Elect's album, even though I know it was late, and we talked about how much Jay Z was on it. Where do you rank that at so far for the year? Honestly, I, honestly, to and to be honest, and and not to sound like an asshole, I probably have to go back and listen to it. That was my. That's how. That's how. That's how much. That's how much it. It didn't stick with me. Okay, I'm just going through other albums we got this year, and and this may be something that that carries through. Rhapsody mm-hmm. also dropped an album today that we Good. pretty much like. Yeah, where do we you rank that? One like at? yes. It's in the top five. Okay. Cause we had we had that at that at that point she had the she had the crown. Okay. Okay. But that was earlier though. That is true. That is true. Uh, uh damn, there was I just lost my thought. There was somebody else. Jordan Lucas had an album out this year. Have you went? I you know I'm Jordan Lucas. You and Mary have talked about me and said that you you are you are one of the, I don't hear anybody else talking about Jordan Lucas as much as you do, Hayes. I have not gone back and listened to that album one time since we reviewed it. I know, and I know you didn't. And I remember, I remember that episode. And I know I said this: his visuals stick out more than his actual music. It sucks, man. But my underrated favorite albums, well, top three. So uh, Logic, I agree with you, is number one. Rhapsody is number two. But this Apollo Brown and Shea Newar album, I don't know if you've listened to it yet. Okay. All right, you got something there, bro. We, I mean, you, put- you, you got. I may have to put that on the list next week so you can listen yeah. to it because that, yeah. that has been the only album that I have gone back to after. Like, usually I'll listen to an album more than once when we review it. So technically I've gone back to everyone. But I mean, after completely doing my first couple of listen throughs, moving on to something else, which was Logic's album, I've gone back and been like, oh, no, I need to go back and listen to that Shea New Or album. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I got a Dark Horse coming in next week, too. What's that? It's an R&B album, but I don't want to bring it up until I go through it for a fourth time. Okay. Keep in mind what I just said. A fourth, fourth time? An R&B time. album in 2020. Four times? Yes. I'm yes. interested. And, and when I tell you there's three songs, and one of them not even a goddamn song. One of them is like an interlude, and it's only like 51 seconds or something like that phenomenal okay i'm about to i'm about to see i'm about to see who who, i'm about to see the production everything because this woman right here i'm giving it away a little bit it's a woman oh man let me tell you all right well there you go i'm not gonna say that i'm surprised because i do have a couple of tracks by her already but that album is sitting at without even thinking right now and not being a prisoner of the moment she's at like a solid b plus right now Color me interested. I can't wait till we talk about this now at this point, bro. You I'm got me gonna excited. Send, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to send the three tracks to the group after we okay. die. Cool, cool, cool. Let's move into the next one, bro. I know me and you both play video games, and I would imagine that uh, uh, Def Jam was one of the video games you played growing up. Absolutely. Def Jam Icon is one that I loved. Um, every, every bit of it. Snoop Dogg whooped my ass. So, with that being said, uh, their Twitter uh, said that they heard uh, a tweet was sent out from their Death Jam's Twitter saying that, you know, they heard that people may want another game and then said once their Twitter passes a million, which is weird that Def Jam's Twitter doesn't have a million followers, that they'll be releasing something special. Um, so they still haven't gotten up to a million followers yet, so we don't have that. But what do you think about a new Def Jam video game coming in 2020? First of all, there's no with nobody over there. That's, that's exactly so. And it, it, that's so. When I initially read this and put this on, I was like, I'm excited as shit. Then I went back and looked at the roster that was on those first two games, and Def Jam was fucking stacked, bro. And now, yes. like Logic's technically signed to Def Jam, but he just retired. And I don't want to play Logic. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Logic as a rapper, I don't want to play Logic in no damn fighting game, bro. Nobody's going to look. I'm a lot. Nope. C- continue. Um. Um. Our boy Dave East assigned to Def Jam. Okay. So that's a decent one. 
But other that's than that, bro, Def Jam ain't got shit. And I wish Mary was here for this. Um, this all I got to say. If you add, I'm, and I'm not sure how the license thing go, if you got to have a joint partnership with these other labels to use their artists or whatever the case may be. But if you really think about it, there's no artists out right now that I would like to fight with. There's not too many. Like, I'm not... You, I am not fighting with six nine. I, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And what is what is going to be his finisher? You know what I'm saying? Like what is going to be his specialty moves? And I know the base. The, the you know I don't know unless unless they they uh they come up with an agreement to bring all the old heads back a nostalgia type feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're going to have to implement some of these new artists though. You really are. If you if you wanna if you wanna there go that word again, pander towards the younger crowd, you're gonna have to get younger artists. Okay. I'm gonna go over Def Jam's uh they got they got more artists than I thought signed to them. I'm just gonna point out some of the notable ones, right? And I think I wanna know if you pick up the theme on here, right? So as of right now, notable okay. artists signed to Def Jam, uh all of good music, so Big Sean, Pusha T, they're signed to Def Jam through their through their deal with um good music uh that means tiana taylor designers on there as well um young jeezy still signed to def jam jada kiss is still signed to def jam technically fabulous dmx um nas is still signed all signed to def jam logic who i already mentioned um uh, davey so i already mentioned q-tip that's really it as far as the men but the women uh joel's too the women tiana taylor rihanna yes danny lay janae aiko uh, who else did I miss? That's really about it. Some someone named Amir Obey. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Um, but what that does for me, I would almost rather see the women fight with the women than the men on that roster. But you know where they're gonna go with this. Yeah. You know where they're gonna go with this. We're coming off. We're coming off a of WAP. Like it's going to be some type of a lot of skin showing. Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna draw. That's gonna draw in the crowd. They're gonna need more than that though, bro. Yeah. And it, it just it's makes you remember that at one point in time, Rough Riders, Rockefeller, Desert Storm, uh DTP were all under Def Jam. That label was stacked. Yeah. No. Bro, this it's my boy how the mighty have fallen. And then, you know, to pick up on something that you mentioned before, um, uh, is that, you know, if if they can do a licensing thing to get artists from other labels, my thing is that is an uh is another record label like Interscope going to license their artists to be on a game that's that has the label of being a Def Jam game? I love. I, I think money talks. As mm-hmm. long as they receive some of that, you know, some of those points, then I think they might be fine with it. Okay. All right. I mean, they. I mean, I mean, it's 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 one thing that can help save these record companies if you really think about it, because some of these cats would just go, you know, uh, on their own. True, and there are a lot of independent artists too, and I, I'm I'm sure they can probably license independent artists. Um, yeah, because then that you know that's money in the independent artists, so maybe maybe they can fill that out because a lot of people are um are also independent right now, so maybe that that's a route that they can go. But another thing that we have to think of, like nowadays, the video games nowadays they're so tedious, like the in details and. And, and and the style of play and the, and the game movement and stuff like that, like that's gonna take some time to develop if you really want that, this game to sell out. You don't want this to flop. Exactly. You don't want this to flop at all. If you go if you go in there with some basic moves with everybody, it's like you know the, the likeness of the character is gonna have to be detailed by that particular artist. So it's a lot. It's just like it's just like two K or or an the NFL. They ask some of these artists. To, I mean, some of these players to come in and. You know, uh, practice uh, some of your in-game dunks, or you know, your dribbling style and your shooting style and things like that. That's gonna be the same thing with this fighting game. You make a good point there, bro. I didn't even think about that. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, you know, the nostalgia aspect of it definitely makes me hope that they can get it off the ground. But at this point, it's like, and then like you said too, like artists today are so soft. Like it was different when you were fighting with fucking. DMX in the damn fighting game. Like, who wants to fight with, like you said, Takashi Six Nine? What are you gonna do? Run for people? Yeah. The snitch, the snitch Olympics. Like, I don't know what the fuck you, what the fuck is we are we benefiting from? Um, right. At the same time, though, you can see them selling a lot of video games if he's on there. Oh yeah, for sure. You can definitely see them selling. Um, which is that says a lot in of itself. And I'll just leave uh-huh. that at that. 
But all right, bro, let's move on. Let's get into the next one. This one I just put on here because, A, I don't know if like you and you were completely caught off guard like most of social media with the fact that fucking Loon was in jail for 14 years from Bad Boy because I had no idea. But he had this interview on The Breakfast Club, and it was one of the more open uh, conversations we get about Bad Boy as a whole. You know, he talked about the fact that one of the reasons he left Bad Boy is because he felt like uh, Diddy couldn't operate within being an artist and a CEO at the same time, and that that caused some mm-hmm. issues. Um, he also talked about, you know, Mace. He alluded to Mace still in the, the title uh, Harlem World from an album that he wanted to do. Uh, he was supposed to be in Harlem World as well, and that was supposed to be like a super group with him and Cameron and a few others. Did you get a chance to listen to some of this interview? Most of it. I, I was I left off on the part where he was talking at, when he was actually talking about um, his prison time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I would say his prison journey, I should say. And I remember, I remember he went up. I just, he cleared it up though. I, I actually thought he went for, I actually thought he went for the stabbing that he had in LA during All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. But apparently it was a whole nother charge. Um, so, and I can understand that. And he broke it down. He, he broke it down real good. And, and I, I understood it. He said, look, man, if I would have fought that, I'm looking at life. You know, you throw, you throw, you know, 20 years at me. I'm I'm gonna take that before I take you know the chance of me being you know put away uh, for life. So, um, and then you brought up the whole Diddy and Mace thing. Uh, he said what he said, but he said it in a respectful way. Oh yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. For sure. For sure. Uh, um, so you could tell he's from the person that he was to who he is now, and it all makes sense because he said you know it was no hard feelings because I came into he came into the game as a businessman, you know what I mean? So everything that he did was, um, was straight business. They, they was like, well, did you get, you know, cause he said he wasn't signed a bad boy when he made, I need a girl and I need a girl remix plus the videos. He wasn't signed, but he owned all his publishing. So, you know, I can see why he's in a good space because he didn't, he go, he went in the game knowing that it is a shady game. So let me get the business stuff out of the way first. You know, he got caught up in the streets, I guess, you know, caught up in some illegal stuff, you know, it happens to, to the best of artists sometimes, bro. So, Definitely understand that. But yeah, it was it was a really good interview for anyone who hasn't checked it out. Check check it out. But you know, it's it's good seeing people get out of jail and, and having kind of renewed and it seemed to have helped him in a way. And you know, he 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 converted to Islam. He's a Muslim now and, and that he stopped rapping when that happened. Um, yeah. I mean, hey, power to him. And like you said, no disrespect. He didn't disrespect Diddy at all. So there you go. As I and I must say this, as I was listening to the interview on the way here, I'm on the freeway. Um, and he said, he mentioned to Charlemagne, which I've heard before from another Muslim. He was like, I got two strikes against me. I get put over. I'm a black man and I'm a Muslim. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's two strikes against me. As I'm driving, there's a police, there's a highway patrol behind me. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's sad to, it's, it's sad to this day that as soon as the police get behind us, it's like, we think the worst. You know what I mean? As I'm listening to this man saying how he was wrongfully convicted or something like that i'm like i'm looking behind in my rearview mirror and i'm like shit you know but you know you know how that shit go exactly exactly let's move on man one thing that i was excited to get um we got to get mary back on here man we got to figure out what's going on with our sis man but the the double xl freshman class of 2020 not much there not much there Bro, there's one person on this list that I well, two people because I've heard of Mulatto before, but Chica or Chica, I don't know how she how she says it, but I only know her because she used to drop these awesome freestyles on Twitter years ago, like uh-huh. years. And for her to go from that to reaching the level of being a double XL freshman, this is like, that's one of those stories that you know you you wanted to hear in hip hop and stuff. And she's she's dope as far as spitting bars or whatnot, but the rest of this list. Bro, I don't know. I don't know shit about none of these people. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know if it's finally my age catching up to me. I don't know none of these niggas, man. You don't know Jack Harlow from Louisville? I don't know that nigga, bro. That nigga nice. Oh, is he? That the, now the 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 Chica, her, yeah. she's solid. Yeah. I like her. I like her. Mulatto, like you said, I have heard of her too. Yeah. The rest of I've heard of Polo G before, but I never really listened to him. Jack Harlow, I got a couple of tracks in my phone by him. Oh, for real? All right. He, he the one that just he the one that just got he the one that got uh what you call it called um Lou Williams Lemon Pepper Lou. Oh, for real? He he the one they they took the picture together. Oh wow! So I'm gonna have to go listen to his music. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm gonna tell you right now that he a white boy. Yeah, that nigga nice. Okay, shout okay. out to Louisville. That nigga nice. Okay, so I is he is he is he, he more I, is he more? And I hate to can just compare white rappers, and you can tell me if he's not any of these. So is he is he more MGK or is he more Logic? If we like, if that's the spectrum we going on. Man, that nigga nice. I don't know. I don't think he's not. Like, he's better than MGK to me. I don't like MGK uh, content. Yeah, I MGK. Uh, MGK's flow is dope, but his content generally, no. Nah, I, I agree with that. No, Harlow is like Harlow. Yeah, that, that nigga. He with us. He with us. Okay. He with us. When we go, when we when we go to the club or we about to go play five, we we picking him up. He he with us. He 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 in that. He's in the uh, Paul Wall. Um, like category, he with us, man. I, 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 I can, I can vouch for him. He's solid. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll I'm, I'm gonna the rest of them, rest of them cats. After the today, cats, I'm gonna go check. I'm gonna go check him out. I, I'm gonna go check him out. But the, yeah, this, uh, like, little, little key, like, what, bro? I don't know none of these niggas, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I can't help you on that one. Uh, five e o four. Yeah, don't know that's that a cold name. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like the name. NLE Chopper, all these. No, nah, that's too much. That's too many letters for me. <laughs> Rod uh, Wave. I don't know who this Mulatto, nigga is. Mulatto, like I said, I heard of her. It just sounds like a porn name. Rod Wave, that's a trash name. 24 Karat Golden. I don't know about that one. Cowboy. That would be dope if he, I don't know where he's from, but if he's from Cali and he has that whole little cowboy twist to him, mm. I, I guess so. I don't know him. Lil TJ. I'm not going to listen to that. Yeah, but Jack Harlow, nice though. He's part, <laughs> he he's probably part of the worst. He's probably one. He's probably part of one of the worst drive. Club. Um, he he can hold it. He can hold it down by himself though. So if you had, smooth, if you he's smooth little he's smooth. Go ahead. So I'm gonna say he's a smooth white boy. Like if he had if he stayed in the apartment, his roommates would be um his roommates would be. Uh, Paul Wall and um, and what's my um, and 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 Johnny B like he's smooth man that nigga nice he got bars okay all right I'm gonna have to check him out like so that that's your pick of if anyone makes it as a star out of this out of this class is gonna be Jack Harlow I don't know if he's gonna make it as a star because he's white it's very thin for them yeah they barely let they barely uh, let Logic in and he mixed <laughs> the. Okay, so other the only other person, and I know MGK soul records, but he like mixes rock and pop and rap and all that. So I'm taking him out of the equation. The only other white rapper recently in my in my recent memory that has made it to that level where he's highly respected in hip hop was Mac. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta we gotta go through our white boy list for yeah. sure. Okay, because it, it, it was some white boys out there, but Jack Harlow, that nigga different man, like. He different. He well, different. You, can, when, when my, you cannot tell me that Yellow Wolf wasn't gonna make it. You cannot tell me that Yellow. I, and I'm so surprised that his career ended up the way it was. I at one point I thought Yellow Wolf was gonna be that that. I guess I can't say nigga, but I thought he was gonna be that kid, bro. I don't fuck with. I don't fuck with him either. See, Paul Wall I had did, his I, run, his run and, and left. Little White had his little his little click and come left. Little White, Little White, we doing this. <laughs> We doing this? So he, oh, I was it, look, I was looking I was looking for a whole nother white boy. You said little white, really? <laughs> but uh, but I mean, we also can't can't and if can't you know we got to do a white boy list. You just mentioned it, but as much as I don't fuck with his music, Post Malone has made it huge. You can't deny that man's what he's been able to do. I do not like Post Malone's music at all. I have yet to hear a verse vo- a verse from Post Malone where I've just been like I fuck with it. But you can't deny, bro. He's 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 had success. That's that's because he got a the late he got a monster behind him. They put a battery in his back. He looks dirty. Uh, White Iverson was solid. I like White Iverson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No. I, outside of that, no. I don't. I don't fuck with him. Uh, he got his own Dorito though. That's all. <laughs> the dirt bag. That's what this should be called. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on from this shit, man. That list is fucking trash. But let's talk about this versus man. Rick Ross, two chains. Nothing to talk about. Bro, it went exactly how I thought it was gonna happen. This shit was an embarrassment to two chains. Like I don't 
Have they announced what's next? I don't know, but they got to do something better than this. Look, I would say this, man. I went on Twitter. Shout out to my boy, Big Roy. Me and him had a going. You know, we went back and forth. He tried to pull this. I'm West Coast bias or whatever because I said I had picked Snoop in the DMX battle as the number one. No, what I was trying to say was, no, what I said was that that was just the wrong matchup. I felt like Rick Ross should have had a better a better matchup. And I don't they, and they said who? And I said Cameron. I think I think Cameron and Rick Ross would have had a good matchup to me. Um, just throwing names out there. But that, come on, man. You brought the essential workers. Okay, you got people hype off of that. I'm cool. I'm cool. I, I gave it about 10, 15 minutes of my life and turned that shit off. I heard enough to where I heard one of my favorite Rick Ross songs, and that was it. I turned that shit off. And the cool part about it is I caught the middle of it because I didn't even know it was on. Bro, it was it, it was one of the ones that, Matter of fact, I think it was the only verses that I cared nothing about catching it live because I wanted to be able to fast forward through it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like, look, I'm going to go straight to YouTube and see if there is any, any hoopla about it. And I and I, and I I told my boy, <laughs> Big Roy, I was like, bro, they only got like 200K. And he, he was like, are you basing it off of the, off of the uh, followers? I'm like, no and yes. <laughs> I mean, because... It's showing you right now that they're not getting a lot of traction. This is a bad matchup, bro. And you know what made it even worse is that prior to all this, Two Chains was out there begging to to pick his own uh, matchup. That's what made it worse to me. Like you can't pick your own back, you know, matchup. Like nah, bro. You don't even know if we really want to listen to you, bro. I listen, Rick. But the thing is, I will say this: Rick Ross left so many hits on the table that if he's the first person to double up in the verses. He still got a lot of songs to go to go to the world. And, and that was another argument is that Rick Ross kind of did the whole uh, Snoop Dogg thing where he was like, he didn't bring a lot of heavy hitters because okay. he would have just made it real uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, just I, all you titty boy 2 Chainz fans, that shit not working out, bro. It's not working out. And don't get me wrong. 2 Chain got hits. Like, I don't want to act like 2 Chains doesn't have music that I go back and listen to. But in this type of setting, well, against, and against somebody, A, 2 Chains should not be in a versus that is more than 10 to 12 songs. That's just rip, rip. There you go. There you go. Like, so his, so he, so he shouldn't be on versus. He should be on verse. That, there you have it. There you have. It. He should. Matter of fact, it wouldn't because I really do think eventually versus is he going to go to a pay per view. He should be on an undercard. There you go. He, he should be. He should open up. Yeah. He's an opener. There you go. There you go. There we go. No, there you go. You <laughs> that nigga is that nigga is an opener. There you go. And that's no disrespect, but bro, when you think about it, you can give me your top three. My top three are top Snoop and um Snoop and X. Fab and Jada, and the third one will be the first one that started. No, the second one that started it off, if I'm not mistaken. It's either the first one or the second one, but it's the Lil John and T Pain. Okay. Mine would be, uh, yeah, DMX Stoops, Risen Premier, and then um, I said uh, Erica Badu and Jill, bro, just because it was a. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't even get high no more, but I swear to God, like, that was the one of the days where I started to call up my old wee man, like, hey, bro, I know it's been, like, 15 years, but I need you to drop something <laughs> off for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of people had them up there as well, yeah. so, you know, the Ross, I'm sorry, the Ross and 2 chains. that's not gonna, that's not gonna make it up there. Yeah, yeah that's probably not to one say of that they don't have hits, but nah, man. Yeah. Oh, it, and I know I didn't list Jada and Fab, but that's like three A. Like that and Jill Scott and Erica Badu are like three A and three B to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it, it can flip flop any day between that, just depending on the mood I'm in. But from this, like literally a couple days after that, uh, Rakim called out Big Daddy Kane and said they got to do a versus for hip hop. What do you think about this, bro? Is it too old for? Um, is it are they too old and their music too old for the people who not for us, but for the people who usually watch verses? Well, that, and see, that's the thing, though, is that you want you want to make sure you please everybody. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if you bring in these some of these artists that just came out maybe two or three years ago, which I don't see how that's possible because I don't think they have 20 hits, but. <laughs> You're going. You're going to lose the older crowd. You know what I mean. So I mean, no. You have to do it for 
your your aunts and your uncles and you know that's to be fair and and some of those joints we know too yeah you know so you gotta start we gotta start paying respect to our elders man and, and, and a lot of these cats that's coming out need to know their history yeah you got a point there bro um well, all right uh i will say though that i think a better opponent for two chains would have been soldier boy there you go i honestly like go. i really think soldier boy and two chains would have been a nice battle I could not figure out who that who I could match up with him. That's I forgot all about Soldier Boy. That would have been you right. You right. I like that one. I like that one. But Ross was that's Ross. I'm not even a Ross fan, and I know he's a heavy. I, he's a heavyweight. Yeah. He's a heavyweight. Ro- if, not, Ro- if not, he's a, a, Ross is a modern man. day legend. Period. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's come on, man. That was a waste. That was a waste of time right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully they do better with the next battle because I I can't I will tell you right now I can't take another battle like that like after the high we've been on up until this point I can't take another one like that what versus need y'all need to start cutting some checks if that's what it's going to take to keep this shit if you want to keep it going you may have to start cutting some checks I could have I could have went for a Ross and Cameron versus you know what I mean I come on man I I could I could have watched. Uh, uh, half of the screen would have been all pink and I would have been fine with it. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Let's get into our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the new single that everybody's been fucking talking about. We'll be right back after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, podcast. a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week we have conversations with our co-host Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. Alright, bro. So, we talked about uh, what we are expectations of the track. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, WAP, WAP, whatever you're supposed to say it, dropped, right? Video, uh-huh. visuals, dope. Song was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. It's a cool song. I remember I had said that it has to almost be a summer the song anthem. Mediocre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the song's cool. Um, But I guess let's first talk about the song itself before we get into kind of the response. What do you think about the song? This, as far as the the lyrics, the bars, yeah, that, that was just for the women. That was just for the women to write on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or when they walk in the kitchen, say something slick. That's where they get that shit from. Uh, that was for them. The video was actually for the fellas. Okay, I like the way you broke that down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you put that together. It's a summer hit. And I'd like. I mean, we're about to go into fall, so I do like that. Uh, like you said, like now they have. This WAP, WAP, whatever, is now going to be the term, I can at least for the next year. It's going to be people, you're going to hear it, people are going to use it. Uh, there was even like a commercial uh, or weather channel that used it for like, uh, it was like wet-ass precipitation. Like literally this thing is going to be a thing for a minute. So they did their job uh-huh. there. They did the, the social media thing that all artists go for, the viral thing that artists need to do nowadays. It did that by far. Uh-huh. The song is cool. Like I said, there's not earth shattering is nothing groundbreaking as much as people may try to make it seem like it was um but the response to this shit like is blowing my it's from the moment kylie showed up in the video that being the initial thing people were backlashing about and petitions to get her out the video to CeeLo green who will talk about some of his comments to parents talking about oh listening to the to the lyrics of this song here's my and i had a controversial tweet on it um is that if a three-minute video corrupts your kids, I'm not saying that influences them, because anything can influence in seconds, but your, your parenting should outweigh any influences if you're doing it correctly. But for people who are saying that this song may corrupt their children, bro, y'all gotta be some whack-ass parents. They don't know how to raise them. I will say this, though. I will say this. We got some of that same backlash 
um, in our in our era a little bit, but a lot more of it was being produced. Okay. I would say that it was a, a lot more of it. And yo, yeah, it's a sensitive era, man. I think some people just want to complain just to be just to be complaining. Like it's a thing to do at this point, just to complain. Uh, if you're complaining about the content of this video, what WAP stands for, you shouldn't go listen to uh, Nelly. You shouldn't go listen to, um, uh, if you don't know what Slob on my knob is, don't go listen to that. Tip Drill, I mean, so on and so on. We've had videos and we've had music. Uh, shout out to Uncle Luke. Like, it's, come on, man. What are we talking about? Listen. Bro, what are we talking Uncle about? Luke was I, ahead I, 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 of his fucking time. I, he was, and I listened to that interview, too. Um, as much as, like, the video was all right. I would just say that. The video was all right. It wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't shaking or shattering or anything like this. It just happened to be super, that's very attractive. The Kylie thing, I understand the backlash for that. I'm kind of on their side, but I'm not to the point where I'm trying to sign a goddamn petition. She in the video, she in the she in the goddamn video. I don't care, okay? Um, it's not that big, bro. I don't understand why they complain so much. For what? Just turn it off then. Don't watch it. There you go. And my thing just is like, just don't watch, just don't watch it. And it, like, stop. Don't, don't let your kids watch the video. Like, parents, your extra kids, put parental locks on it. Like, do something. Like. I, I, there's just so much backlash from this shit, bro. And it's it's nothing that we haven't seen before. We lived in the age of tip drill. Yes. Yes. And even that's that's further down the line in our era. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we got rump shaker. We can go all the way back. Bro, matter of fact. in the butt. Um, um, Nicki Minaj's video, was that Anaconda? Was that the name of the song? Yeah. yeah What's worse yeah. than this? As far as if we're talking about, like, sexual imagery this was not that bad yo man and like and and people are complaining like this is the first time they ever see some cheeks on screen <laughs> like i don't get it like this video if i had to rank it bro it might not even make the top 10 it might not make the top 10 and i'm not even and i'm and i'm starting all the way back to the 80s they weren't showing skin like that back in the 80s not that i can remember but we got to start from the beginning this Besides Uncle Luke, this is the only one that I've seen with this type of backlash. Yeah. Unnecessary backlash. Uh, this shit is stupid, man. It's ridiculous, bro. We fucking ridiculous. But um, yeah, fuck all that. But CeeLo came out and he made he's he since backtracked, so I want to make sure because I know I want to say that off the top because as we go into his comments, I and people will be like, Well, he apologized. He apologized, but he did say that. Artists like Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, and Cardi B are desperate and salacious. This motherfucker called these women salacious. What do you think about this comment? Uh, and? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with being desperate? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, no, hey, seriously, let's talk man to man. Yeah. Nigga, we know women. We know, not women, some women are desperate. Nigga, we, we desperate at times. So what are you talking about? CeeLo, I know you've been desperate. I know you've been desperate at times. We all been desperate for for someone or for some type of attention. Of course they doing that. This is the world we live in, bro. bro this is the world we live in. We live in the internet era. Everything is going to go viral if, if, if it catches the attention of the masses. That's what it is. That's true. And my thing and is... They, and then look, look. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. I was going to say, and they're attractive women. Attractive, beautiful black women. Yes, we're going to look at that. And they know that. And sometimes, depending on their background, they might need that attention to keep their ass sane. Now, I'm not saying that's a positive thing, but nigga, that's just how it is. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. And my, and my, my thing was is that are they desperate or are they capitalizing off the desperate men who are going to be watching this video and whacking the fuck off? Like, there's, there, regardless of any of that. So are we, are we then going to gonna label little kim desperate because she showed her her entire pussy on stage both right they both desperate and they taking advantage of it that's why we got these fans only pages exactly exactly this is the this is the world that we live in so like making a comment like that to women who are in the not, not even doing like yeah they're dancing and honestly a lot of the video isn't even that's not even a huge part of the video or even and if you want to talk about the song being desperate i don't Listen, I don't want to hear nothing about anything that somebody raps about sexually, whether it be they ass, they dick, they titties, 
sucking or making a song about it. We all do this shit. Like, like they're adults. People are fucking. Get over it. It doesn't make anybody desperate. This is this is the life. Nah. And this is where I have a different perspective because I grew up in Europe. This shit isn't that mother. The this video is is commercials after 10 p.m. in Germany, bro. When I say that that. They used to have commercials, regular on regular TV, after 10 and 11 p.m., a full naked women saying, call me now. Butt-ass naked women. This shit is, is minor. <laughs> Motherfuckers is, is completely losing their shit. Not only that, if you're going to call out these women for being desperate, showing their bodies and stuff like that, you better start putting these niggas on blast for being fake gangbangers. Cause them niggas is desperate for attention too. How about that? There you go. How about how about these niggas out here acting fake, talking about they got this, that, and the third, and they don't own they publishing. Them niggas is desperate for fame. Yeah. Well, so talk about them niggas first. Shit's crazy, bro. Shit's crazy, man. man leave them, but... leave them goddamn women alone, man. God damn, it's like they can't do shit. And the cold part about it is, I don't want to hear a nigga talk about them because y'all want them. If y'all had the <laughs> chance, if y'all had the chance to have a, even just dinner with them, not even sex, we ain't even got to go that far. You had the opportunity to be in the same building as them. You're not gonna say that shit. You can critique their music all you want to, as far as if you think it's hard or not. But sitting up there calling them desperate and shit like that, nigga, you desperate too. There you go. Like, cause ain't nobody checking for CeeLo Green. And he's not a whack artist at all. But ain't nobody you had to make a comment on this that could be looked at as desperate. So let's just let's just get kill this whole fucking desperate narrative, man. But uh you got anything left on this song that you want to leave off on before we get into the next topic? I'm desperate. Shit. <laughs> I'm desperate too. <laughs> Sometimes I be desperate too. Shit. Now depending on what I'm desperate for, that makes it, you know, makes a huge difference. I'm desperate for that PS5. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely desperate for that motherfucker. You ain't got to, I ain't going to fucking <laughs> spare no words on that shit. I can't, I'm like a crackhead. The moment they, they say that that motherfucker is available for pre order, which I went in GameStop to buy Ghost of Hiroshima, right? And they, and I was mm -hmm. talking to them about it because, you know, they, they be knowing. So I was trying to get it out of them, right? And he was like, all I'll say is by the end of August, just, just look, be on the lookout. So, and now look at us. We desperate. I'm, yeah, I'm desperate as shit for that. Uh, but okay. <laughs> moving into our last topic in this segment, bro. So we talked about this trailer. I think it dropped like, I want to say it was about a year ago at this point, where it was that gritty reboot of uh, of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It was just a short trailer of mm -hmm. what it would look like. Uh, it actually, the person who directed that and came up with the concept, Will Smith saw it, of course. They had a little interview with it. Will talked about how dopey he felt it, he felt it was. Well, Will got involved. And they are officially shopping the reboot around. It's been shopped to HBO Max and Netflix officially right now, which I would love to see that picked up on Netflix. And we already talked about what Netflix does with black content, so I can definitely see that being in their lane. Um, but what do you think about it officially, officially happening that it looks like this show is going to be coming to us? That's dope. That's dope. I, I was glad that his, his idea, his creativeness didn't go to waste you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i would i would i would throw this question back at you what if we get more content like this from other nostalgia shows mm. you know what i mean because this is like you said introducing this topic is a more grittier side to this a more drama side drama feel side to this yeah. uh, project so what if we got that with a uh with, with a Wayne's brothers or a Martin or a Living Single, you know what I mean, or a different world or something like that to get, you know, more detailed and things like that. How how would you feel about that? And I know we're not huge fans of reboots in general mm -hmm. and you know, redoing and shit and adding shit, but if this hits, then how would you feel about, you know, some of your favorite shows going that route? I mean, I would say that it, it won't work for all of them. Um one that you did mention that I think it would, and not necessarily gritty, but more of a, you know, updated millennial version of it of what it's like now. Living single, I would love to see rebooted. Shout out to them. I would love to see Living Single rebooted, man. I and you know, or a reunion or something. I, I just I would love to see that. Um, I'm trying to think of another show. Wayne's Brothers, I don't think would work in like gritty realistic. I almost think like that show was so them that. Unless it's them coming back to be it as an adult, I wouldn't want to see a reboot of that. Um, and, and we lost Pops, too. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. We lost Pops. Uh, I'm, I'm here for a different world. I okay. think it yeah. doesn't even it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a different world, but we needed that. I needed that, man. I needed that type of show because 
that was the only representation of uh, uh, HBCU. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I needed that example because I wasn't getting it out here in L.A. But okay, my my thing with that would that be too much? Like, um, damn, what was the name of that show? That movie. It was a movie, and then it turned into the show with the black people in college. Oh, that was on BET. Was it on BET? College. You talking about College Hill? No, 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 no. It was an actual show. It was on Netflix. Um, dare white people that is it like is it like a different world though? i mean it's not exactly but i'm just saying when you say a gritty reimagining of a different world that's kind of what my mind goes to maybe that it just goes to that because that's the closest show nowadays to it um it depends on what time era you're in if you're in, if you're in the late 80s or the or the night the early mid to late 90s it's all that shit is different you know what I'm saying? And if you push that down further down the line in the 2000s, mm -hmm. it's just different because the music was different then, the fashion was different, the way we talked to each other was different, you know? I got I got two for you, bro. I got two for you. Um, so you mentioned different world, which I, I basically, you know, I, I, I would I would like to see it, but I think we have something that would be close to what that is, but I would like to see it. What about 227? Oh, now you're playing with my heart. I'm back on my granny floor. <laughs> I will watch it. I'm not saying that that's a shoe in, but I got I to gotta see how they do that. I got to see how they do that because the first thing that popped in my head is them talking, one one person talking out of the window mm -hmm. while the other person's on the sidewalk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's what I... Now, I would say, what about... Um, um, oh, my God, it's in my... Good times. See, that's... I, I love good times, I man. love... No, let me... That that sound was not because I hate good. I fucking love good times, but it's it's. I don't know. That's just one of those two that I can't see nobody but those people acting in those roles. But you know, if they cut a trailer, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, one that that it's, it wasn't as hugely popular, but I think it'll 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 do good as a kind of a of a more realistic re retelling of it. What about in the house? Ah, oh, shit! I don't know. You have trouble remembering have it? Put, no, no. Do you you said in the house, right? Yeah, in the house. Yeah. Yeah, that's with uh, that's with LL Alfonso. Um, Alfon yeah. I don't know. I mean, because are we? Because his, it, it was based off of a cat that used to play for the Raiders, mm -hmm. and he's raising these kids. We there for that? Like, I'm I'm okay with going to watch the old shit. Okay. What about the <laughs> but, Parenthood? What, what, well, now you're getting somewhere. Because I'm looking at it as far as the 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 basis of the show or whatever, mm -hmm. I think you could do more with that family than you could do with in the house. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. The parenthood would be. I I would I would like to see the parenthood. And we don't get even to this day. You know, I, I mean, we have blackish and stuff like that, but we really don't get very many shows that depict the black family. I, I will say this in your defense, both of those can can go the same way i just think that i just think that one would have more depth with different storylines with those characters okay you know what i mean as far as the family structure i feel that i feel that all right man well that's it let's go ahead we're gonna get into our last break when we come back we're gonna uh do the topic that we alluded to last week. we'll be right back after this Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, bro, last topic of the night. Three unexpected songs each that we love, man. We 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 talked about. It. I don't know if you want to use one of the ones that we gave last week, or we're coming up with a new, completely different list. But I got songs ready. You want to go with uh -huh. your three, bro? Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to go with the song that I went with from last week because I still don't know the name of the song. Okay. Because it's in it's in it's you know I don't understand the language. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one is by Brett. And you, I, I'm pretty sure some people have probably heard of this particular group. Mm -hmm. um, and I have uh, a couple of tracks by this group. But this one that stands out is called Right On. Right On. Okay. Um, the next one uh, is called... And, and, I've, and I've even searched for this group the, from the very first time that I've uh, 
that I found this song, by the way, and I found this song years ago uh, watching a TV show called o- The O.C. Okay. And I searched for that song all day, and it's by a group called Keen, if, if I'm saying it right, K-E-A-N-E. And the song is called A Bad Dream. And that song stuck with me because at the time, I think I was like a couple of years, uh, uh, re- you know, my, my mom had passed away a couple of years before that, and this song just stuck with me. Okay. Uh, but it's called A Bad Dream. And then the last one, I think I have brought this artist up before. And the reason why I put it in this category is because when you hear his his flow and the way, well, I'm not sure if he's rapping or singing. He's nailing it. I, I'll just put it like that. He's nailing it. But you wouldn't think that I would listen to this track because of my overall library. And that's a cat uh, named Busy Gambino. And the one track that stands out is called In the Freezer. So what I'm gonna do is when you send me your three tracks and hopefully I can get in touch with Mary and she can send her three, I'm just gonna go on Twitter and just put all the songs on there. All right, cool. My three, I went way left, bro. You 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 didn't I mean I let me not say that the three that you picked are definitely ones that I wouldn't have expected from you, but I I think my three are gonna go way left from from what which where you went. <laughs> This is about to be some classical shit. Watch. So, first one, Imagine Dragons, Gold. I can see that. I okay. love that song, right. bro. That song, I fucking love that song. Um, and I was listening to, funny, because, you know, we, uh, I don't know if you saw or not, but we went to go see my mom uh, this past weekend, and I turned that on while we were driving, and my daughter literally looked over at me and was like, what is this? I said, just wait. You got to wait till it kicks in. By the end of the song, she was jamming too. Mm, okay. All right. Next one, John Mayer, waiting on the world to change. John Mayer. Okay. That's, that's, okay. Love that song. L- legit. Love that motherfucking song. Um, Last one, Bon Jovi, It's My Life. <laughs> bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't fucking judge me. I'm not. I'm not at all. I mean, look, I don't, look, I'm going to go listen to these, though, for sure. I can't judge you until after I listen to him. Yeah, shit. Uh, Imagine Dragons Gold is my motherfucking shit, bro. I fucking love that, that song. Okay, so out of those, out of those three, that one is that's taking the gold. Oh, that's it for me. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, out of those three that I sent, that that a bad dream. Mm-hmm. That's my shit right there. All right. Cool. And when I say I hit the high note, I hit that motherfucking high note. <laughs> Fair enough, bro. Uh, but that's it, man. That's it for this episode. Hopefully you guys don't judge us too hard for by this list. Uh, for any listeners, we'd love to hear your list of three songs that people wouldn't expect that you would like. Let's see what we get from that. Uh, yeah, that's it, bro. Go ahead and leave them your social media and any parting words if you have them. Uh, yeah, at Baylor the Great on all social media platforms, BTG for President, Open Run with BTG, a part of the Renaissance Network. Uh, the NBA playoffs is next Monday, Tuesday. So, yeah, you know where I'll be locked into that. Uh, Dame has been terrorizing the whole bubble. Shout out to TJ Warren. Shout out to Luca. Um, I want to continue to tell everybody to stay safe as possible and so we could, you know, get back to being normal and shit so I can go visit my brother Hayes and so I can go visit my sister uh, Mary because I'm getting a little bit of cabin fever and I'm not talking about inside the house. I'm talking about inside my goddamn state. (laughs) So, you know, y'all do better so we can get better so I can go do more. Oh, and... Hey, you gotta go check out my last post on on IG. When you see my last post on IG, you'll know what I'm talking about. All right, I'll check it out. She doing so, she she doing so effortless, effortlessly. Oh shit! I walk I, I walked in the kitchen. I said, "Oh, okay, it's sexy to me." You'll see. Oh Jesus! Now you got me scared. I'll go check it out after we get off this. Uh, you guys all, I gotta, all, all I gotta say is, I love when people support when they don't even know they supporting. There you go. There you go. Uh, you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at the Burks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. The Burks Radio gmail.com. Uh, if I have any parting words, it would be this man, fuck that freshman class this year, bro. Fuck that <laughs> shit. <laughs> we are the number, <laughs> the number one podcast for the culture. We out this week. Peace. Damn right, I got it, got it. Damn right, I got it. Got it, damn right, I got it, got it.
from Texas, and you know I stay flexing. And if you don't know, I go by Titty Two next. I say, damn right, I got it, got it, damn right, I'm by.